Radishes, baby wipes, vinyl records, you name it. At Walmart, you can save on almost anything. Now you can save more time by making cash deposits and withdrawals right at checkout. $3.74 service fee and limits apply. Green dot NMLS number 914924 and 908-739. This episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from Guam. We're going to battle fear factory. This is George Corsair under Fisher. This is Jasmine Delegate. This is Wade from Our Last Enemy. The Magnificent Crystal Tennessee. He is at Wednesday 13. This is Jasmine Rex from Club Devil Hill. This is Gary Green from Simple Tour, and you're listening to Ever Black Podcast. From crisis to collapse. How are you, boys? Hello, hello. Having a Sunday it night is. cold one. What's what's happening with everyone, eh? Just listening to heavy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just chilling. Awesome. Yeah. Good to see everyone. How are we all? Yeah. I haven't seen you a band this week, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Chad. <laughs> I frequent your band sometimes. <laughs> I mean, in saying that, I mean, uh, you know, you guys have been really busy behind the scenes preparing your new uh, single Needlepoint, and uh, of course, this upcoming tour. Uh, now, being over the border, I don't know where I'm pointing here. Um, how's that been for you guys? You know, staying creative and 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 hanging out and, and keeping things rolling. How's, how's that happening for you guys? Oh, like, you know, 18 months ago start. when we first kicked off, we didn't see each other for, I think, four months or something. Yeah, like. It came close to that, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, when the heavy restrictions were in, we each other and didn't jam for four or five months. Um, and then it's been pretty it's been pretty cruisy where we live in regards to – a bit of freedom to catch up and rehearse and stuff since then. Um, so that hasn't been such an issue, but crossing the border to do things like we started recording on the Gold Coast and that had to get scrapped pretty early in the piece. Uh, shows have been cancelled. You know, we've had so many issues with trying to get access to the Goldie or Brisbane for gigs. Um, yeah. Just been really Just but, when um, it broke out. Eh? Yeah, exactly. But uh, mm. we've been pretty free to catch up. The last few months, but um, like me personally, I've just I've just had a baby five months ago, so hey, I'm sort of congrats, man. Saw that. Thanks, mate. Thanks, man. Yeah. Um. So I'm relatively absent from the band, it seems, uh, on baby duty. But um, but yeah, like we have been rehearsing, not super frequent, but the writing's still occurring. The recordings have been happening. Um, like you said, there's been tour planning happening for months and months. Um you know, video clips, all that sort of stuff has still been churning over in the background, uh, regardless of any sort of issues of borders or travel. It's well, a, we it haven't done it all day. Like I, I assume you guys over the border right now, it's, it's pretty hectic, but I, I believe things are going to get back to normal soon. I think everyone. One, one day. Hopefully. I have high hopes. Nice. <laughs> we want to see you guys. We're going to see you guys up here again. It's been too fucking long. 
So, um, uh, of course, I mean, I've gotten a sneaky peek uh, at this new track, and not only is it heavy as fuck, but it also has some uh, Fear Factory type synths to it. It's got a few other elements. It's a lot darker. Um, what was, you know, the inspiration behind that, that uh, you know, new direction? Well, it, it came um, out of... Um, well, you, brief, you can't... Brief, it was yours, wasn't it? About eight years ago. Hmm. Yeah. And then Ian, Ian just took it up and twisted up. Yeah. The song's been circulating for quite a while and been pressing yeah. it and um, playing it live, you know, a, a little bit. Um, and we've we've looked at changing some structure. I did some pre-production on it. Uh, what was that like in November last year and threw around some different ideas and tossed around different ideas with the intro, but it's pretty well remained intrinsic like same what it, really? what it was written in the first place which mm-hmm. is, is sick um it's pretty aggressive as as you sort of said um and i think you know gussie's vocals are super um well you know they're, they're quite topical and 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 i suppose profound to, to many and particularly particularly to gus you know he's got some quite close connections with the lyric subject matter and stuff but um there's quite a lot of it. You know, it sounds darker in in the delivery. Um, I think overall in the mix, but also particularly in the vocals. Yeah, um, and it's sang with a lot of conviction as well. So handballed over to Gus to sort of need into the into the sort of subject matter a bit more. But um, but yeah, like it's a pretty brutal song. It's you know 250 BPM, just going for it. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> it is pretty fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some different yeah. textural elements in there. And like you said, the synths, they're actually not synths, man. They're vocals and, and some guitar stuff. So what? there you go. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> not me. Yeah. When, exactly. when, yeah, when <laughs> Gus and Loosh recorded the vocals, we weren't there. And, um, you know, Loosh texted me and said, Oh, we did some pretty cool stuff with the vocals today, man. And I think even Loosh got on the mic with him, but yeah, there's like this layering and yeah, stuff and um and dw norton's been mixing it for us and he's he calls them the viking vocals and <laughs> cool it's really cool but um yeah gussie take i'm it very away. proud of it to be honest get yeah. into the lyric content mm. what, 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 yeah, what's it about give us yeah what tell us saying there. sorry what was saying there about that yeah we just reached into some of the little gospel notes there i guess and we pulled out some funny little sections that sound really cool what's what's the song about uh so called needle point something pretty close to my heart in uh terms of uh i guess you could call it opinions in in this time rather so no one gets offended but uh just basically a very strong perception of mine on what's going on in the world today and what it has kind of preconceived and premeditated this for the last 20 and 30 years, really, of my lifetime, and sort of just waking up to, I guess, uh, rolling over and waking up to seeing that some systems in our world are not actually as grounding and, uh, I guess, communal as we thought, and there's sometimes a little bit more of something sinister going on behind the curtain. So, uh uh, yeah, like when I wrote these lyrics quite a while ago, it was really kind of strange when I was reading over them again in the studio with Loosh because 
there was just some sentences in there which just somehow was so fitting for what's going on around the world right now mm. uh, with this pandemic and with vaccinations and in, in, in sort of the speed that everything has come out and been offered to humanity in that way. Um, it's quite uncanny and serendipitous that I had said some things way before any of this happened. So I guess a bit of the releasing this song right now has kind of also been serendipitous and everything's just kind of fallen into place and it's very fitting for what's going on right now. Um, and hopefully it just kind of challenges some people to maybe question some things a little bit more and if not question, just look into stuff a little bit more and maybe not take the first answers you're given and do a bit of your own research. At the end of the day, we're all individuals and we don't need anyone to tell us what to do. We're all powerful in our own right. So that's what it's all about. Awesome. Uh, hey, we he just, just lost Carter. Uh, I lost you. Yeah, but like Gussie said, to put it in perspective, like yeah. the theme of the song um, lyrically, you know, was probably coming together six months before the pandemic even kicked off or something so like you said it's serendipitous and it just happens to be super topical and relevant at the moment so um we couldn't have asked for a for a better a bit of timing really <laughs> thank you COVID. <laughs> i found that with a few bands i can't think of any at the top of my head and all this trading releases a eh, where you know they've written stuff in like 2018 2019 and it came out in 2020 and it's just oh, man talk, look, at, look at angus talk. carter the, the motherfucker looks <laughs> like Nostradamus, and he's now coming through like an oracle. So, you're really that surprised. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy times, man. Crazy, crazy times. Definitely not as wise. <laughs> yeah, and I guess more, more fitting, like, in these crazy times, like, we've read this all throughout history, right? Like, strong times make... Uh, so hard times make strong men and strong men make soft times and soft times make weak men and weak men make hard times and so on. In all of these times, there's always going to be people that are beacons of light and it might not be me individually or but it can be us collectively, you know, and everybody needs a little bit of support right now. There's suicide rates, which no one's really talking about, are fucking through the roof at the moment. Yeah. So there's some really fucked up shit going on in homes, in community, and it's not being addressed. No, it's not, and I think that's something that's that you you're right. It needs to be addressed and and spoken about. Is that the direction yeah, lyrically it. where the new material sort of taken you guys? Uh, I guess I could say personally, the the content that I will write about will always kind of be the same direction, and it has been from the beginning. Um, but uniquely, each song definitely has its own tone in what dimension we're talking about, really, whether it's our reality or talking about mm. psychedelic substances or your own mental or spiritual situation, whatever. It's all just in that realm, though. I think we'll keep that focus and leave, leave, leave the music up to the boys. They keep writing incredible stuff, which really connects with me. So, yeah. Yeah, I think Angus being a gangster that he is, um, you know, like you said, there can be sort of different topics, but there's always this underlying theme that we notice with his lyrics. And it's, it's sort of about empowering people and, you know, about decision-making and opening up people's minds and, and unlocking and be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, you know, Gus being Gus, you know, that the lyrical um, shaman that he is, I, you know, I can't see that. 
something much. Oh, trust me, yeah. you can slap him one sometimes, uh, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But what about you know, in regards to the release of the single? Have you guys have you guys got a, a, a date? Or when's it? Because oh, really? I've I've seen the I've seen I've had the sneaky preview. Thank you. And it's the video. <laughs> awesome. And uh, it's like, man, like, you know, I feel pretty lucky. We can't say we have a date per se yet. If I'm if I'm sure. Oh, but man, we'll definitely like, have to be before the tour. Yeah, like we, we've committed. We're going to be dropping it well before the tour for sure. It's just like every plan that we make at the moment has been getting ripped down, <laughs> you know, taken out from underneath our feet. So we're going to keep this one pretty fluid, but we're definitely going to be um, dropping the video and the song before the before the tour launches, so people can get their choppers into it and know what to expect when we hit those stages. Yeah. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait to see you guys again. It's gonna be oh, awesome, and like it's it's gonna be an explosion, Nev. It's like this pent up energy. It's just gonna. <laughs> Hopefully, we make it out of the green room. Yeah, mate, mate. Hey, <laughs> you will, and it'll be it'll be fucking awesome. It'll be fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah. But uh, you know, you, you're going to be hitting the road on this uh, tour, which is it's a pretty big tour. I mean, it's got quite a few dates. Kicks off uh, at Moe's Desert Clubhouse on September 17, and it's taking you right through to uh, November. And it looks like it's going to be pretty good. Like all those dates are like really. Oh, good. I'm super excited. <laughs> if they are yeah, last like, play, it's, it's going to be it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah, like, like hard situation. Mate. Yeah, Destroyer Lines did really well. Like yeah. we had quite a little pokey um, personal commitments and other things at the time, so we it, we sort of had to spread it out, which we think we're gonna is gonna work out better anyway in the long run, just for absolutely you know, melding it all into our lives and and making it work well and and giving ourselves time to uh, enjoy the experience too. On the you know, there's three road trips mm-hmm. instead of just the one big one, you know, and things like that. So we'll make the mm-hmm. It's going to be sick. And we're playing places like Canberra that we haven't played before. Um, yeah, we've never been there before. Yeah, looking forward to playing the mm. festival, Halloween Hysteria. I haven't, haven't played there since the first one. And it's going to be cool playing at the new venue, Mansfield Tavern. Um, looking forward to playing at Byron again. It's been uh, since 2019, oh, I think. Was it? Yeah, 19, yeah. yeah. October um, or November 2019. So I'm yeah, sure. that's right. Yeah, with Super Heist. Mm. Yeah, that's right. The new, the new Dead's going to be sick. Like, I heard oh. so many about that festival. Really looking forward to it. Finishing the off best. the tour there. And we're playing playing with our mates in Eye of the Enemy in Melbourne um, the night before. So it's just looking forward to getting on the road and bashing out some old and some new tunes, catching up, like, well overdue catch-ups with a lot of people across this country and just really looking forward to connecting with some people again. I mean, the new Dead Festival is fucking awesome, by the way. Like you've you've been down there, haven't you? I played it years ago. Um, yeah. Shout out to Jason and the Truth uh-huh. Loaded Boys. I I do this thing where I point and I don't know why. It's like it's not like <laughs> right in front of me. But hey, shout what out to you, Jason. They were, they were. Hey, fucking awesome! Like it's one of the best experiences I ever had, apart from afterwards when we had to sleep in the uh, in the van uh, at the airport in the middle of winter. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't fucking do that. And when someone says get a hotel room, get a fucking hotel room. Oh, uh, the freezing nuts off. It was brutal, man. It was so. <laughs> last brutal. time we were in Adelaide, it was the middle of winter as well. It was April, May, and it's when we did the Heist Fest thing. And um, middle of winter, it was freezing cold, but it was sick because we'd just done this. Remember the massive drive? <laughs> point? We did, yeah. we did, um, Newcastle, Newcastle to Wagga Wagga. <laughs> we pitched the tent in this park at about three a.m. We all slept in this eight-man tent freezing our tits off and then did the drive the next day to, to Adelaide. And we had like three or four days um, break there and it was pretty well party time. And, you know, it was, uh, whose birthday was it? It was, um, was Bear's birthday from Thursday's yeah. Crazy Fist. So oh. we had a, a big bash back at our apartment. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, like it left a mark on us. We're looking forward to getting back down to Adelaide. And also just the show, the shows down there are sick, you know, the, the people really turn up and they just engage with the gigs and they're in your face and it's it's sick. But um, haven't played the Lion Arts Factory, but it's you know it looks like a world class stage. And planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to one dollar per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Pretty keen to give that one an absolute hiding. Oh, it's going to be awesome, man. As you mentioned before, Halloween hysteria as well. Yeah, that's, that's going to be huge. And look at the okay. lineup Joey's put together. It's just. Yeah, shout out to Joey as well. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And all my pointy shout shit. Out yeah. Shout yeah, out yeah, to Joey. Shout out to Jason. Yeah, yeah. Shout Hey. Sure. How are you, brother? Good to no, see no, you. Look, there's some good people in this fucking country doing awesome work. You know, yeah, despite all this shit, they're. They're really struggling behind the scenes, and and I see their posts. I see them, and you know what? I can raise my beer to to you yeah, guys yeah. for pushing through. And you know what? Keep your ticket. You know, keep that ticket. You know, that's right. ticket. Jump on the website. Exactly. Just buy a CD or some merch from bands and promoters or whatever there are. You know, there's you know some of the promoters have been super conservative the last two years and just gone underground and it's going to sit it out and yep. wait till things. And there's a bit more assurance where there's other ones who are rolling the dice and taking gambles and announcing gigs and tours and festivals and rescheduling them a hundred times. And it's business to be in when it's shit. It's the good business to be in when it's good. Um, yep. But you know, these people who are keep doing it and scheduling and canceling and postponing and organizing lineups and stuff, it's hard work, but man, I'm so thankful for them because they, they are the lifeblood at the moment. They're keeping right. some sort of enthusiasm and some sort of motivation to um to, to perform. And keep going. Yeah. Absolutely. And we need that, you know. We, we absolutely need that. Hey, we lost him. That's it. We lost yeah, we up. did. <laughs> well, that's no surprise. Now there, hey. hey. No, no, re- no reception in federal, mate. That's all good. That's all good. Uh, it was good having you on anyway, but um, <laughs> oh, it was the same, but um, of course, you know, you, you guys have played some amazing supports over the years. Um, you know, I've seen you with like Seps, I've seen you with uh, who who has, has been individually 
Who's what's been your favourite shows? All right, I reckon Steps was probably my favourite. I don't know who Seville Tour was my favourite. Yeah, I would have to say yeah, Seville Tour was my favourite. Yeah, I'm such a huge fan. I love them. Me too. And it was just, it was just such a, a great experience uh, to, to even open up for them and actually share some time with Death Angel, which was one of my favourite oh, nights. Yes. <laughs> Oh, I remember Angus wearing old mate's jacket all night long. <laughs> <laughs> so we we shared the green room with him, which was bigger than some oh, apartments I lived on after school on the Gold Coast. It was, uh, and then it was a it was a huge night, and then you know we kicked on with them. It was a great night. Like four a.m. went. Guys, is that in that to come with us now. <laughs> Becoming best mates with uh with the singer. Yeah, Mark. He is such a legend and. We took him to the bar and like, oh, because we have this tradition where we drink some tequila before shows, you know, we smuggle in some high quality agave tequila and pass it. <laughs> when, when we were nipping a few uh, in the green room on that night, <laughs> Will and, and Mark from Death Angel like, is that tequila? It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah boy. It. <laughs> well, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Hey, he's back. He is? I think. I don't have him yet. Oh, yeah. Oh. Looks like he is. Are oh, you still in the car? He's got that never die attitude. He just yeah, keeps he's, coming. He's returned. Uh, get a house. We were just uh. talking. You just missed it, but we were just talking about the supports you guys have played and uh, yeah. the favorites. And we were making our way around. So, yeah, uh, supports are definitely my, my personal favorite. Uh, I don't know what the, what the other boys. Well, Sepultura was One, really two, good three. experience. Um, I think it was probably the first gig that we play in front of a, a bigger audience than usual. Yeah. And, and it, was, it was fucking intimidating and scary as fuck at the beginning. <laughs> Until then, the tequila just strike back in and it was like, <laughs> yes, that's what I needed. <laughs> so, but, so but I, was pretty... that... I enjoyed it very much. What is it? Sorry, go, go for it, yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, like, um, as an experience in, in general, I think the tour with Super Heist and especially with the boys from uh, 36, um, yeah. I think it was oh, well, yeah. like the whole tour experience, traveling with them and sharing uh, all that stuff. It's, yeah. it, it's more fulfilling. So Unai is like, he's Mr. Cool, Mr. Calm, Mr. Logical. You know, uh, he's, he's the anchor of the band when it comes to sensibility. And I remember we'd done a full sound check for Sepulture and we'd had a few had a few beers and we had heaps of time to, to set yeah. up and relax before we went on. And then um, we lined up to the side of the stage and we heard our intro <laughs> kick in. And Uno looked back at us because he peeked his head over and saw all this yeah. back and went, <laughs> you went, I don't think I can go out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember saying, I felt, I felt that, that feeling in, in the tummy saying, Oh man, no, no, no. And I, I remember the butterflies. Yeah, <laughs> the first song, it was like my whole hand, like it was struggling to be able to play. And then I, I was, just, just remember just let it go. And yeah, it was great. Enjoy the moment. Yeah. yeah I was like, Man, oh, just get, out, get out there and love it because. This might happen again, so yeah, just... definitely not. <laughs> That's it. But hey, but it did happen again several times. It did indeed. 
I remember being out there just electrified. I'm just like, let's do it. Let's bring the heavy. That's all I remember doing. <laughs> I reckon if I was to take if I was to take a guess at which support was the biggest moment for Gus, I would take a punt at a tray. You remember when we told him that we're gonna open for a tray? You he's like, nah, no way. <laughs> and I remember telling you he was particularly excited that night. Before the gig, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't know. Aligneness. Was that your favorite, Gus? Yeah, that was definitely one of my favorites. It was kind of just a massive bit of nostalgia going on there. Like, funnily enough, the most of the crowd that were there, I reckon the boys will agree with me. Three quarters of the crowd, if not more, were pretty much all the young, like little punky, emo y kind of metalheads from back in the day when. You know, when, when I remember listening to a Trey Heaps when I was a grommet and going to their shows oh, yeah. in Sydney a long time ago. And um, yeah, it was like everyone was there with their old band shirts on and they're all kind of the same age as, as, as myself. And it was just, yeah, it was pretty funny. And I would say definitely 36 Crazy Fist. That was a wicked support. Yeah. That was a good show. Oh, there, there was a once in a lifetime experience, just a, just a bond with such people. You know, yeah, it, it was it, it was great. It was, it was just yeah, I, I can't put it into words. It That's was awesome. definitely incredible. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. all right. So, uh, before we wrap up, let's uh do some uh quick fire questions. Now I got the uh the boys from Gold go. Gauge to answer a couple of these, but uh, best beer. Uh, Seven Mile. Australian yeah. international. Or- oh, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, be, be, be specific here. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not an easy question, put it that general, mate. Yeah, I know. Um, best, best Australian beer is the next one. Australian beer. Big boys beer. VB with grenadine. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. have no palate. I find it hard to go past <laughs> a nice, sweet um, Stone and Wood Pacific Ale, but. Those seven mile Cali creams are next. I'm going to crack one in a minute, mate. So but, but the, the RPAs. <laughs> uh, the RPAs are great. For you, uh, quit yeah. drinking, Marco. Ah, oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. You wish. <laughs> All right. Shittest beer. Cheers, Mark. No, no. Shittest beer, BB. Oh. BB. Yeah, BB. <laughs> BB's all right. Probably. When you when your mate rocks up to a barbecue with a six pack from Aldi, no, okay, I, I would un, I would understand That's if you shit. drink him drink him as last option. Yes, I give you that. <laughs> you, will, you will drink it anyway. Best what, last option. Yeah, they give you. You will drink it. <laughs> his last option. <laughs> Best metal album. Ooh, I am completely um, obsessed with uh, the sound of perseverance at the moment by Death. Nice. Mm, man, best metal album. That's it's a really hard one. Throwing the hard really ones. Lo- really love um, early. Yeah, I love that sort of death. I reckon. I reckon I'd say in my top three, but I'll just say one. All shall perish. The price of existence. Good one. That's, uh, that's a goodie. That's a goodie. Yeah. Yeah, that's a goodie. For me, it's pretty hard to go past the power of Sepultura Chaos AD. Tasty. It's right up there. Oh, I love Quadra. Quadra was fucking... Yeah, it's good, eh? <laughs> oh, man. Like, from top to bottom, it's a sexy lady, that one. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> 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 
Oh yeah, picture a sexy album, sexy lady. Sexy yeah. lady, sexy album. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, best Australian band that isn't the Wiggles. Uh, from crisis to collapse, clearly. <laughs> ah, I had to think about that for a second now. Um, Midnight Oil. Snake <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mountain are up there. I, uh, when oh, I was growing up, Gary. when I was growing Definitely. up, oh, Michael, Michael always loses his pants <laughs> for five. us. Bro. Oh uh, yeah, in your dreams. But uh, <laughs> I, growing up, I loved Mortal Sin, and for ages, it was my favorite Australian band until I really got into Parkway. But I love Thrash. Yeah, all band. Like, so growing up, me, Mortal Sin was my my best Aussie band until I was like eighteen years old. <laughs> I, I think it's pretty hard for me to go past Parkway. Just, oh, just like songwriting, production, what they've achieved. Fuck the brand, everything. They're they're pretty well up there as a pinnacle for me, which is yeah, sick. They're still going, so I'm stoked. What are they called? I'll have to check them out. Uh, <laughs> a little band. Uh, park. Something uh, about parkour. 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> parkour dive. Oh, sure okay. All right. I'll check them out. It's actually a maneuver in parkour. Mate, we used, I used to book them back the hundred years ago to tell you stories. And now, now look at them. <laughs> I bet they remember you. Like you're getting Christmas cards every year. Like, no, yeah. I don't know who the fuck <laughs> I am. Setting us up. <laughs> I don't know who I am. Oh yeah, no, but that's okay. But that's all right. Uh, okay. Uh, what else have I got? They here? aren't. If you could picture. travel back in time and cover and record a whole album by a band. And release it under your own name. What would it be? Change oh, that's a tough one. Change history. Yeah. Parkway Drive, killing with a smile. <laughs> Cowboys from hell. Cowboys from hell. <laughs> so you, this is my album. Yeah. See, crazy. I'm shit. thinking maybe like Michael Jackson Thriller or something like that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine us twisting and bending that shit? Thinking outside the box. I thought we were talking about metal. Yeah. <laughs> at the gaze, it's lighter at the soul. Oh, yeah. That's a real good That's right in feels that one. Yeah. <laughs> Weird question, I know, but, you know, I, I was thinking about it. How would you describe your music to your nana? <laughs> Fucking beautiful. <laughs> Oh, I tried and she told me, aren't you going to get arthritis by doing that? <laughs> That's all she said to me. <laughs> I'm more worried about you going blind than doing something else. Man. That's untrue. <laughs> all right. And here's one. Because uh, Zoom's telling me I'm running out of time. Yeah, uh, damn it. But uh, I'm not giving them money. Uh, if you could sink piss... With any band, who would it be? Flipknot. Uh, I've, like, I've said for years that if I could invite any band to my 18th birthday keg party, it'd have to be Tool. Because I don't know I don't know what shit would occur that night, but I'd be very open-minded to just about anything. Everything was on the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What about you, Gus? Uh, uh, that's a, uh, an interesting one. 
I reckon I'd probably say absolute animals, and I love to rip the fucking head off it and dig in. So, who's that? Ozzy Osbourne? No, no, Slipknot. What Marco oh. said. <laughs> I just said just, they'd be just loose to party with. They're, they're animals. Yeah, it would be I would crazy. Probably pick up a, a bum from the eighties or something like that. Different time. Oh, yeah, Brian, when everything, it was just everything was, uh, you know, <laughs> cocaine and cocaine. Yeah. It would have been wild to party with Motley Crue now, if you put it that way. Yeah, like I, I hate Guns cool. N' Roses, but it yeah. would have been pretty the cool getting on the same. piss of Guns N' Roses, maybe. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Like, Imagine having frontline tickets to Axel losing his shit. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> have you guys heard the news? Absolutely. Guns? What are you doing huh? now? Did you what guys hear the new Gun, Guns N' Roses song? I'm not actually. I'm yeah, and he's loving it. Yeah, I'm yeah, with you, Chad. I was, I was yeah. not a fan. I just, I, I don't know. It's a bit too mm. uh, absurd for me. I must, yeah. I must admit, I haven't listened to Guns N' Roses for a while. Yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, just for, for a while. Yeah, I just, I've been ex- exploring more the death metal side of things more than anything else. Nice. That's where my, that's where my heart lies at the moment, but. <laughs> What's I that? Love, I love it. It's awesome. But uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, boys. Well, uh, it's been awesome hanging out with you all. And, and oh you no, thank you for having us. This, uh, where, where is he? So I don't know where this yeah. is gonna lay in the in the whole Brady Bunch thing. Right. But um, it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you might you must understand this now. Uh, now, uh, Angus and technology don't go well together. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing all right. Look at him. There he is. He's down there having a monk. But um, hmm. boys, uh, it has been awesome hanging out with all of you. Uh, of course, Needlepoint will be out soon. We'll be keeping our eyes out for that. Horns high, and we will see you, you on the upcoming tour. Get your tickets wherever you get them. Uh, we'll have the links down here. Not not where you guys What's are. It? Underneath you guys, <laughs> writing. And and ticket links where you can get things. All right. Good <laughs> evening, gentlemen. Us, Always a pleasure. <laughs> thank Always you. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thanks, Bert. Peace. I don't know about that one. All right, boys. Thank you. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points.